you want to say that again into the microphone? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, not incriminating. Do you want to start the podcast now that we're rolling? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Give me that intro joke. It's good to learn something new every single day. Yeah. And I learned something new today. Oh. Scientists have been working very hard <laughs> <laughs> to find a way to communicate with bacteria. Uh huh. And they finally, finally, they develop the cell phone. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. I read about this. You uh, read about this? Yeah. yeah. An article on JSTOR. That's for all my academics out there. <laughs> okay. And that, so it's I, published scientific research. The um, Implications and discoveries of the cell phone. 17 different people. Thanks. Thank you for uh, giving us some cell-based humor so that you could uh, uh, rib us some. That joke works for people who've only ever seen ribosome written down. Attention, bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. The doctor will see you now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Evan DM's Joke Doctor, a podcast that has 50 episodes. It's our 50th episode celebration. I'm going to put in a party noise here. Party noise. That was it. <laughs> the voice you just heard was uh, the co-host, Sarah. Party noise. Who only says party noise like a Pokemon who's called party noise. Party, party. <laughs> party noise is a party type Pokemon. That's me doing my my Pokedex impression. Party noise is a party type Pokemon. It looks just like Psyduck, but if Psyduck is wearing a party hat. <laughs> it's just Psyduck having a good time. And you 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 know how like there's that one like slowpoke mm-hmm. who turns into Slowbro just cause like a thing bites his tail? I don't I don't know that part. I didn't know of Slowpoke. Listen, the the my favorite Pokemon uh-huh. is Psyduck, because I think he looks goofy. <laughs> I think his he whole does, deal yeah. is goofy. Also, because my little brother, who's seven, gets a little bit frustrated when I ask him about Psyduck when he's playing Pokemon video games. Yeah. He's like, Psyduck isn't good. He's right. <laughs> he's like, Psyduck doesn't do anything. I'm like, but he's cute. So he's like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so if you give Psyduck a party hat, he becomes Party Noise? <laughs> Is the name of the Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, um, Evan DM's Joke Doctor is a podcast brought to you by Party Noise, the Pokemon that's a Psyduck with a hat on. And on this podcast, normally we spend the first five minutes talking about Pokemon. And then Sarah, my co-host, who you already met, brings jokes, reads me the setup. I try to guess the punchline. And then we talk about if the joke can be improved or not, uh, if we should go over to the PC and release that joke into the wild. Uh, or if we should train Just it. Just keep them in a Mac. Keep them in a Mac until uh, they don't evolve. Or we we take them out on the road and we evolve them. You know, telling jokes is a lot like Pokemon because you can only have six. And you take them out and they get better when you, when you use them on people. I think six is a good number of jokes to have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because you bring six jokes. To the episodes. Um, no, sometimes I bring more than that. Oh. But I think if you just know six jokes off the top of your head at any mm-hmm. given moment, I think that's good. I think that's good praxis. 
Yeah. You never know when a a a, a fifth grader with a hyperfixation on knock knock jokes is going to try to get you to tell jokes. Mm. Are they going to be mad that you don't know knock knock jokes? No. This kid laughed at all the jokes I told him. Oh, this is a real experience. This is a real experience okay. I had since I started working with children. And it's only been a week. Yeah. And you already have one with a hyperfix. We should get that kid on the podcast. Yeah. When they grow up. Yeah. He likes jokes. He also likes music. That's hey. He kept asking me when we were going to record something. Oh. I was like, I I don't have anything with me to record any of your music. I'm so Sad. sorry, friend. Um, I have. A, and he's like, he said, "Do you have your phone?" Like I do. He's like, "Okay, we can use that." Like I don't I don't think so. What kind of music does he make? I don't know, but he knew the entire soundtrack from the new Sonic movie, and he kept telling me songs off of it that I need to look up. An aficionado. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the now we know that the future of comedy is bright because mm-hmm. there's kids like whatever that kid's name is. And uh, I'm not going to say it no. because I don't think I legally should. <laughs> and this is not only a joke podcast and a Pokemon podcast, but also a podcast that thinks a lot about the legal repercussions of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's start with emails. <laughs> Yeah, we think so much about the legal repercussions of what we do Mm -hmm. um, that we are currently in hiding. Oh, sorry. I should close the windows. Not windows. Curtains. This is is a curtain pod. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. Oh, that's a reference for- What is this, a crossover episode? That's a reference for a bunch of people who we can't fucking get to listen to this podcast. They won't listen to our podcast. podcast. Our closest friend group won't listen to our podcast. And not because they don't like podcasts, because that's how we met. (laughs) They just don't like new podcasts. No, it's because our podcast is just us hanging out, and they want a podcast about something happening. Sophia and Stevens. Hey, I was on that podcast. I was on that podcast, too. Fair. Um, What email? I know that we got some emails. We have three emails. The first email is from Carl Emil, and it says... I've been really dizzy lately, so I went to the doctor. She told me I gotta iron the fish in the sea for some reason. Hmm. Iron deficiency. That's I did I, have to like say that one out loud yeah. a couple times before I realized what it was supposed to be. Because when I first like read it, I was like, mm-hmm. "What?" Well, I thought about like the iron fish that you're supposed that people <laughs> that like you put boil. In your spaghetti? Yeah. Yeah, you like boil and just drink the water. Yeah. I get. I mean, I guess that's literally like kind of it, right? That's an iron fish in water. The sea's mostly water. Um, I feel like that one. I like that one more if it's not trying to be a homophone and it's just someone relaying iron deficiency in a way that they didn't understand, right? Like mm-hmm. if if it's I got a iron fish in sea, that doesn't work because yeah, it says iron the fish in the sea. Yeah. So that's a, yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. It came from Tumblr. Uh, and Carl Emil says that there were zero likes on it. And so that's why <laughs> it had to be shared. I mean, it now has, it has one reblog and one like. Is it from Carl? Probably. We won't have, we won't tell anyone Carl's Tumblr. The like is from Bowser. Yeah, that's Carl. Oh, yeah, it is. It says his name later down. Oh, I was I'm just so guessing. sorry, Carl. We can cut that. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to put a really long honk noise. I'm going to put a party noise in there. Okay, Carl's pronouns are he, him. So now we know that. Okay. I always kind of want our listeners to include their pronouns, mm-hmm. at least on the like, first email. If I don't already know you, 
Like, Chris, I know your pronouns. You don't have to tell me again. Yeah. But yeah, if you're a new emailer, if you haven't mentioned your pronouns before, please do so. Mm-hmm. Makes it easy for us. Yeah. Good for everyone all around. All right. What's next? Uh, Carly Mills also got oh. two PSs. Carl, um, email. So the first PS is double barrel first name. It's how they roll in Denmark. And oh. no, he will not hyphenate it. So that's why I've been saying Carly Mail instead of just Carl. Uh, because, mm. yeah. Because it's a full first name. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, like Mary Ann. PPS. Tangently joke related, but what are your thoughts on April Fool's? I I feel like it was kind of dead this year. Uh, I think April Fool's is a good time to do a bit if you're like a company. I think April Fool's is maybe the only holiday that I think companies should be participating in really mm-hmm. because it gives you the opportunity just to kind of float something out there that's kind of goofy and then think maybe people like that. Yeah, maybe people would love a barbecue sauce McFlurry. I mean... You never know until you start, you know, you put the little chicken nugget pieces on top. Actually, a barbecue sauce like McFlurry that was just for dipping, I think would actually be kind of interesting. I guess you could dip fries in it. Yeah. Because like dip fries in vanilla ice cream. Yeah, that's normal. That tastes fine. But yeah, April Fool's is like, I'm not really a big prank fan. So like... I'm not in with the pranks, but like at at work, I like to push for doing like an April Fool's thing if I can. Mm-hmm. I like pranking you. Thanks. I keep finding little babies in my shoe. <laughs> just in your shoe? Just in my shoe. So Nowhere far. else? So far. Okay. No, I found them other places. I just don't remember where. Oh. I hid three of them in your bedroom. I think I found one of them. And then the, uh, like, because here's the thing is I see this little plastic baby and I think, oh, okay. And then I put it in my pocket. <laughs> and I, unless it's in my shoe, which happened earlier today, I don't remember where it was um, because I know how it got there. So I'm just like, uh, like I did, I was just like, ah. I did hide a baby in the pocket of an article of your clothing. So if you ruin something I because I did oh. laundry, then I'm going to be. Maybe you should be checking your pockets. No. Before you do laundry. No. You never know if you've forgotten spare change or if there's a little baby. You can't spin this to being my fault. We have to move on because we have done one email so far. Okay. The second email is from Chris about the most recent episode. They said, in all caps, I am so funny with a lot of exclamation points and said, honestly, y'all are welcome. Why did they say that? In regards to the most recent episode. Well, I don't remember. That's also another thing. If you want to include what you're talking about in the email, you're welcome to. Okay. I told Spencer to email, so I'm glad that he did it because I was I thought maybe he hadn't, so I was gonna text him right now and be like, "Hey, buddy." Yeah, we got an email from Spencer. He says, "I tried something." <gasps> That's the subject line. Oh my! Spencer says, "Hi, I decided to switch it up and listen to the latest episode of Evan Dam's Joke Doctor while I did my run today instead of music. It didn't make the run suck any less in any way, but it was a pretty good episode. Sarah was really good as always, and no compliments for Evan Dam. Bye." <laughs> I told Spencer to email, and I said he said he would, and I said, I love you. And he said, I love you, too. And he didn't compliment me? Wow. I suppose our love is just because we're friends and not for any material benefit or transactionalism. Mm-hmm. What's the first joke? What does an AI do after a breakup? I got to think about AI stuff, like ChatGPT, Dolly, Google 
Google something? It's not a particular AI like oh, program. It's okay. just something that I think computers in general do this. Hmm. Huh. I'm saying I think because I'm not entirely sure, but maybe. Okay. Well, we'll find out. Um, what do people do after they break up? They cry. They try to rebound. They eat comfort food. They eat ice cream. They like get a haircut. Is it a haircut thing? Hair dye thing? They change their hair color? Mm-mm. I can't think of anything that immediately jumps to mind as being computer and breakup related. Can I have a hint while I think? Um, it's more like um, like an emotional type of thing. It's an emotional. So cry is like an emotional thing you do after a breakup. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that would do, you would do is like write a song about it. Try to get them back. Or now I might be the wrong person to really conjure these thoughts. Uh, and if only there was like an intelligence that I could use in order to get Hold on. I'm not going to do it because it would take a really long time, but I think it would be fun to ask like chat GPT this joke mm-hmm. and ask them what the answer is. Can I know the answer? Yeah. An AI does after a breakup, machine yearning. Machine yearning. Like machine learning? Like machine learning. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's not very much. I don't like that very much at all. I think, I think because yearning is not like a breakup related thing. It doesn't feel like the right setup for that. Like, I mean, you can yearn after a breakup. I know, but you can also yearn while in a relationship or like while wanting to get into one or just while being single. Like yearning is an all seasons emotion, right? And I think that the setup issue here is that like, I don't think I would have got to yearning because to me, my my idea of yearning is not like quite the same as missing someone. It feels like it's different, right? And I, I, I guess I imagine how someone would get to that. But I feel like, I feel like a better setup would be like. And granted, the punchline's not good. But like a better setup would be something like, how did the AI learn to cope with a long distance relationship? With machine yearning. Yeah, or uh, a find out. Now, so you're not saying learn, right? But something like that. Where it's like you're actually bringing into like how an AI would go about solving a problem, right? With machine learning. And then that's machine yearning because it's specifically for that other thing. So I think that's a better setup. Fixed it. Let's move on. What do you call a religious singer? A religious singer. It's the name of a singer with a religious word kind of shoved in it. <laughs> Is it Chris? Christianity Aguilera. <laughs> um, Chris, is it a Chris? Mm-mm. Christian Gaines? No. Um, Christian Gaines, that's when you weightlift with Bibles. Oh, yeah. That's, you, you bench press a pew. And it, uh, the problem, the, you want to use, use Bibles, right? Because I you had need a, to be using your biceps. Bibles, biceps. I had a friend who just did the... Um, uh, the Old Testament, Torah muscle. Yeah. Torah mm-hmm. muscle. I thought you might have laughed at that one. Um, maybe we have some... I think ju- it's good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Spencer liked it. He's laughing right now, and now he stopped, and now he's doing it again. I know you, buddy. Um, can I? Can I have? Can I have the religion, please? It's not 
it's just like an aspect of religion. It's oh. not particular to any one religion. Okay. Is it Luke praying? No, but pray is the Okay. Oh man. Christina Pregular. <laughs> uh uh um older. Older. Yeah. Elvis Praisley? No. Yeah, it's no, Elvis Prayersley. <laughs> Prayersley. Oh that's really bad. That's really, really quite bad, actually. Prayer prayersly. Elvis Prayersley. It's praise Praisley is even cleaner, right? Praisley. Because it's just a vowel sound. You're not adding another syllable. Yeah. Elvis Praisley. And then Who's it's praise. Elvis Lee guy. And then it's praise. Yeah. Elvis Praise Lee. Praises Lee. Elvis Praisley. Elvis Praisley spoke about Jesus by giving all of his love to God. Yeah, sure. Probably. Mm-hmm. Probably a Christian. Who knows? It's impossible to tell these days with cancel culture the way it is. Anyway, um, why don't we do another joke? Let's do a joke real quick, and then we'll do a, a little review. What do you call a tired arachnid? A tired arachnid. I'm going to assume that they mean a spider. No. No? Is it a sleepion? Like a scorpion? It is a scorpion. 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 <sighs> scorpion. That sounds like a Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It does. It's like a. It's. Who's that Pokemon? It's Scorpion. Scorpy. Scorpy. That's and the episode title. Who's that? Wait. It's who's that Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can it? Can it be? <laughs> I'm gonna do it grammatically different than you expect, and maybe with some different punctuation as well. I, it's impossible to know. Who's that Pokemon? Is this an original song? Is original piece? No, it's a, you know, that commercial for mop. For mop? You know, when the, oh, the commercial that's like, dirty floor, you need mop. <laughs> no, I said it's for a mop. For a mop, okay. Um, I can run back the tape. <laughs> um, but it has like the mop turn around and it's like, who's that lady? Sexy lady. And it's just this mop. I think that might be the song Who's That Lady by Tom Jones. And the fact that you're like, oh, it's the mop song is it. (laughs) It's like being like, what's new, Pokemon? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know that song? What's new, Pussycat? From John Mulaney's stand-up set. Editor's note. I was thinking of She's a Lady by Tom Jones. And Sarah was thinking of That Lady by the Isley Brothers. Don't email us about this. Jesus Christ, Scorpion. I think the fact that Scorpion sounds like I mean, a Pokemon I figured is it cool. was a real song. It wasn't made for the yeah. mop commercial. It's <laughs> <laughs> just associated with the mop yeah. commercial. I don't, I don't actually... think I've ever heard it outside of that context either. Like, Oh, well, it's fine. I'm sure the Isley Brothers doesn't come up all that much. Um, let's do a comedy review. He's really busy playing What's New Pussycat yeah. all those times. He's still trying to find out what's new. Comedy reviews. Okay, so you brought something for comedy reviews this week. Mm -hmm. And this is a person who does an impression, kind of, of one of our favorite comedians, Mitch Hedberg. The whole bit is, these are jokes that I wrote that would sound better if they were delivered like Mitch Hedberg, which I think means that this person wrote 
some jokes and was like, I'm going to write them in the style of Mitch Hedberg, but I know that I can't get away with not acknowledging that, which I think is a good way to do it, which is why like when I did that bit where I was like playing like a, a little chord progression on guitar and saying jokes, I was like, oh, this is like Dimitri Martin style. It was on the banjo It was on the guitar first. But that um, was on banjo That's the more memorable one. It's correct. I hit my stand goal. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, my watch said nicely done. Thanks, watch. You're so supportive. Anyway. <laughs> so it's a completely understandable bit. And what's their name? Fenty Fried Chicken. Oh, but when I thought about doing this for comedy reviews for a small amount of time, I thought, what if I also DM'd him on Instagram with the link to the episode where we review his comedy? Don't do that. Yeah. I feel like now, after the fact, I think it's probably going to be a little mean or maybe just not like what he would expect to hear. I think that you should play the clip and then we should talk about it. Jokes that I wrote that would be better if Mitch Hedberg said them. Sometimes I'll be with my friends at bars and they will say they don't drink. And I will go, wow, you must be thirsty. The person who invented the word camouflage sure did hide a bunch of vowels in there. Camouflage is camouflage for vowels. Sometimes people will take a photo between a set of twins and they will call the photo a twin sandwich. Those people have never had a sandwich before because I've never called a sandwich by the bread. Hi, I would like a whole wheat sandwich. Oh, the middle? I don't care. Put whatever you want in it, just as long as the bread is the same. So let's talk about that. First of all, I think that it's not an amazing Mitch Hedberg impression, but it does the job. Uh, Because I think the point is, it's not that he's trying to do Mitch Hedberg stuff. He's just like, this delivery works better. Which I think at this point, Mitch Hedberg hasn't done that delivery in ages. Because so, he's dead. So maybe that that was. <laughs> Thanks for breaking that one down for maybe some of our slower listeners. Um, yeah. So like maybe there's an opening for someone just to do his bit now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think there's an interesting thing where it's like you should find a way to deliver those. And I think it would be interesting to see how he would deliver those otherwise. Right. And. Yeah. Uh, because like I think the twin sandwich joke works very well in that voice, and I think there's absolutely something engaging about how Mitch Hedberg delivers comedy that makes stuff like that work in a very simple way, and I I like that. I think that's a good setup, even though it's like I don't know how many times I've ever heard someone say a twin sandwich um, or refer to that thing as such. But I like I lo- I think it's a very Mitch Hedberg type bit. He's got the whole club sandwich routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know the guy loves sandwiches. And I think that one's really good. I think the camouflage one is not very good because there's really only one unexpected vowel in it, and it's the U, because there's there are words that have a whole bunch of... Is the British spelling for camouflage different? No, I think it's oh. still got the U in it. I think maybe they have another U later another on. Another U. <laughs> camouflage? I don't mm. know. I don't know but what just, they do yeah. over in British. It just doesn't it doesn't feel like to me I hear that joke and and I just think like I know how to spell camouflage and it's it doesn't have a bunch of weird vowels in it. It's got maybe one. And so like 
in which it just just doesn't hold up because it's something like that where if you're going to be that simple with it, then the point you're making has to be really prescient, you know, in order for that to work. Like the difference between the observation camouflage has a U in it that I don't think about when I'm trying to spell it. And when people use the word sandwich to mean like a person sandwich and they like doing the metaphor wrong, that's a much better observation. And so that stands, right? And the first one is just kind of obvious, right? They don't drink. What do you mean you don't drink? You don't drink water? It's kind of like, it's a bit hacky. And Mm -hmm. I think that like it- Just like your friends who don't drink. Now that's stand-up comedy. Welcome. Because it was a joke and I'm standing up. Correct. And you hit your standing goal. You hit your stand-up goal. And my stand goal. Yeah. The thing is, I do. I kind of feel bad because I like the bit. And it's like really interesting to hear stuff in the Mitch Hedberg voice. But I felt like there weren't really all that many that I felt like like really, truly nailed it like that first one did. I think it's tough when like your first video has the best example of it. And then you mm-hmm. do like five more and it's like, well, they didn't get better. Mm-hmm. It's probably a good thing for a comedian to have a have an impression bit. And if they're not an impressionist, it's to have it peter out, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you can't just do that as your bit. So like, you know, I think it's I think it's kind of good uh, overall to like move on from that. Let's get back to jokes because we've been recording for 33 minutes. What happened when the dog swallowed a clock? What happened when the dog swallowed a clock? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hickory dickory dock. Hickory dickory dock. The dog swallowed the clock. Mm-hmm. The clock struck one and... The dog went for a run. Hickory dickory dock. Uh, the dog went for a run and you know where, how we, you know where, you know, you know how we, you know how he was running? You know how he was running? With two hands. On time. On time. Yeah, he was running on time. Couldn't be me. I'm always late to things. Yeah, because you're always Cause, late. Because uh, I run on Arab time. Oh, Interesting. Mm-hmm. We call it colored people time. I go which is just more inclusive. So I yeah. guess you're on that too. There's also real nigga time, which is a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> That's your Arab time. Yeah. Well, no, colored people time is our Arab time. Real nigga time is a different thing. Oh, it's a different it's thing. It's a different thing. Oh. Yeah. Pretty related though. That was always my excuse, like especially in high school. Mm-hmm. I would show up late. Be like, I'm sorry, I'm running on Arab time. And they're and, like, and I had all white teachers. They could not say shit to me. They were like, I don't know if that's a thing or not. And I'd be or, like, it totally is. Turns out we both just have um, time dilation issues, but that's not as funny. It's a cultural thing. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. How was the dog? What? The dog, he swallowed a clock. What oh. happened? Um, unfortunately, he passed over time. No. Oh. Did he get better over time? No. Oh. He got worse. He got worse. For oh. sure. Definitely worse. Oh, dear. Um... I don't think I know. The dog. Two, wait, wait, wait. Two thirty. No. Damn. It got ticks. Oh, that's fun. It made his two thirty. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's what we like to hear. This is a two thirty positive podcast. It got ticks. Um, you know, it'd be fucking crazy what? if Lyme disease gave you Tourette's. Anyway, I think that this joke is pretty solid, except for that. Like, like it's, I would love if there was a way to make the tick thing make more sense, right? Like, if there was some way to draw in a way in which dogs get ticks, right? Which is like being outside. So, uh, if there, like, why if, did the dog eat 
Or what happened when the dog ate the sundial? See, that's what I was thinking, is nothing would happen because they don't tick. Yeah. But they are outside. So it's like, if there was a way to combine the two. Ye old clock sundial. Yeah. Uh, sundial clock. Sundial clock. Oh, how about this? How about this? <clears throat> it would be a pared down version of this, right? I was walking my dog in the forest the other day, and he, he was chewing on something. I was like, what is that? And it was a watch. And I tried to get it out of his mouth, but he ate it. Anyway, got back home, find out he has ticks. Yeah. I was thinking um, <laughs> you'd say what happened to the dog when it ate a clock. And the answer could be nothing. Who has a clock anymore? We've all got our phones. But um, <laughs> like that. Don't say anything about the but part. I did it for the thing. I was going to say, what time was it when the dog ate a clock? Eight o'clock. 2.30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I have 2.30 because I ate a clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. We got somewhere in the end. Um, let's do another joke. Why did the runner quit the race against Bigfoot? His legendary speed. Oh, he was... Wait, do you think that Bigfoot's blurry because he runs so fast? No, he's blurry because he only comes out at night and people don't have their camera exposure set right. And in order to really do decent night photography, you got to do long exposure anyway. And if he is moving across the frame while the camera, the the, the lens is open and mm-hmm. whatnot, the shutter, the shutter's open, yeah. then yeah, he's going to look blurry. Uh-huh. It's a really fun thing to do with long exposure photography. <laughs> okay. He's an artist, really. Yeah. A master craftsman, that that Bigfoot. Um, you're right. It was a dumb idea that he was blurry because he runs fast. Um, is it something to do with like cryptid? Like, is it specifically because he has big feet? Like, why did they quit the race with? Oh, because he had. He, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was hard to follow in his footsteps. Mm-mm. Something like that. No. Like big shoes to fill. No. Oh. He was racing Bigfoot. Yeah. So something Not like that. Following him up in a talent show. No, act. but following him up in that he was losing a race to Bigfoot, and you you, you would follow. Why would when you you're in a race with assume them. our protagonist runner is just losing? What is the text of the joke? Why did the runner quit the race against Bigfoot? You usually don't quit a race when you're winning. You never know. Maybe this guy had something else happen. <laughs> what and what was it? What was it that happened? I'm asking you to tell me the punchline because I'm not getting anyone. He couldn't face defeat. What? That's terrible. He couldn't face defeat? That So here's the thing. Defeat bars is a uh, uh, defeat defeat. Is it a, is spelled D-E-F-E-E-T. Yeah, I know. Defeat. It's the feat. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get it. I know that. That is a battle rap cliche that has been so around so long that it's been cliché. For a long time. Uh, and basically... You think Bigfoot's a battle rapper? He might be. There's some people out He is there. an artist already. Yeah, exactly. So why doesn't he just pivot? Uh, I mean, he would probably no-show. Anyway, um, I think that, like, it's not even a good setup, right? Because, like, facing defeat is sort of like... I I guess, are you saying the that, fetish? like, his... Yeah, exactly. All right, it's like... Is are you saying that he's behind him and he has to look at his feet and he can't take it? Like, is that the implied double meaning? Because otherwise, it's just acknowledging the fact that Bigfoot has feet. 
The only good defeat bar is Mad Flex versus E. Farrell, where he says, you know, I don't fuck around with defeat. Boy, I'm in cruise control, which is really good. He sets it up really well as well. Next joke, because that one's bad. That one, that one shouldn't exist. What do frogs order at fast food restaurants? Hoppy meals? Mm-mm. Oh, beer, because it got hops. Can't get beer at a fast food restaurant. Um, pop. 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 Soda pop. Soda hop. Sock hop. They go to the soda hop. What do frogs eat? What do frogs eat? Mm-hmm. Oh, flies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this a... Uh, is this is this a joke that is based around L sounding like R? Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. It's French flies. French flies. Hmm. I guess that that works if this joke takes place in like Quebec or France. And then it would just be French flies. Sure. Okay. Because oh, the flies would be French. Is that what that five seconds of silence where you just stared at me was? Were you trying to piece that one together? Yeah. It's pretty complex stuff. Let's I do... I we have French fries here. There's no French. Yeah, but the French fry is the thing, right? Anyway, now that your phone is back in the land of the living, would you like to read us a Ziggy joke? Yeah. Give us some Ziggy! Ziggy jokes. How do pigs keep their feet clean? Hmm. How do pigs keep their feet clean? Pigs got hooves. What if it's a ho- a hoover? A hoofer? No. Um. Uh, <laughs> how do f- pigs? You know what? Whenever I'm confronted with a joke like this, I always think it's kind of funny just to throw in a different iconic joke punchline. That's a f- that's a comedy tip from me to you is if you don't know what the punchline is going to be, just say another punchline that they might know, which is why I do 2.30 all the time, because it's always fun. How does a pig keep its feet clean? You put a little boogie in it. No, it's going to make their feet dirty. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) What I said didn't make any sense. Um, Is it like like a pig-related thing? Is it like a bacon? Is it a pork thing? There's ham. Ham. Ham sanitizer? Mm-hmm. Why would it be their feet? You don't put hand sanitizer on your feet. Because they don't have hands. But they don't have feet either. <laughs> they have hooves. What are their hooves on? Their legs. And their legs are on their feet. Shoulders. I don't know. I don't know pig anatomy. But I feel like the joke doesn't need to say feet. It can say hooves. Because hooves isn't in the punchline. So why are they throwing away hooves? Because if you were like, what are a pig's hands? You would say hooves. I don't even understand why they, like, because you don't, because you wash, because hand sanitizer used to wash your hands. And why? so why would you say feet when you're not excluding anything by saying feet? It doesn't make any sense. It's just making me mad. I'm sorry, Ziggy, but you disappointed me this week. And that's the only other... this week. I feel like every week Ziggy disappoints you. Sometimes I let it slide, mm. but not this week. Not this. Week. Not after defeat. You feel defeated, or do you feel decoved? <laughs> I feel the you got I got the you got de handed to him. Hmm? Got you a got hand. D? What? Nothing. 
can you please control yourself? This yeah. is the end. Of, I'm cutting all of that. This is the end of the podcast. This has been Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, a special 50th episode celebration where we acknowledged that and then moved on. Um, because we're professionals here, sign up at our Patreon, patreon.com slash joke doctor. You can email us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com. That money from Patreon actually goes somewhere now. So we're real we're gonna cash out and that money goes to hosting the podcast, which costs like a hundred dollars a year, which is not like a huge expense, but you do pay for it, and I feel like that's fair. And then if we need any other money for podcast related things, it goes there as well. Like if perhaps we needed to record separately, we would use that money to buy another microphone, mm. you know, or a, another interface really, uh, and some cables and stuff like that. So your money is going to a good place. It could go to a better place. You could donate it to a charity that means a lot to you, especially a local Evan charity. Evan DM's Joke Doctor. Evan DM's Joke Doctor is a charity case. We're both, we're back to both having jobs though. So that's cool. Yeah. I don't really consider my thing like a job job. No. I mean, it's a thing you get paid to do, but like, so is the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Probably around the same amount of money too. <laughs> so you know that you're supporting a good cause. Bonk joke is absolutely the defeat one and the hooves one. Both of those combined. Just real stinkers. Uh, and then the best joke was uh, my offhanded one that I said about Lyme disease. Because I don't remember any of the first few that we did. So if you want to find me, Google Evan DM. That's it. You found it. Are you doing it right now? Yep. It didn't take a long time. Now you have all of the things that I could otherwise be spending this time saying and listing specifically. If you want to find Sarah, go to like Instagram and Twitter and look up Sarah ABTW. And that's Sarah with an H. As, as always, now and forever, peace be with you. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you, unless that is a situation that you have talked about and it doesn't work that way. Because sometimes you don't want to do unto others as you would have them do unto you because they don't want the same thing as you do. You treat others the way they want to be treated. That's what I learned when I was an orientation leader, and that's what I taught my students, my orientees. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. You treat others the way they want to be treated. Because the way you want to treat it isn't necessarily the way everyone else wants to be treated. It's true. It's true. Some people want to be slapped around a little bit. And I don't. Yeah. I want to slap people around a little bit. Just land a couple elbows on your friends instead of uh, hugs. Just a little bit of fun. You know, roughhousing with the boys. Horseplay, it's in this year. Anyway, when we've been Google recording for- Evan Diem, the picture they use for a musical artist is a still from- your skeleton farm YouTube video. Well, that's fun. That's not a bad pick. Um, it's an old pick. You don't even have those glasses anymore. No, I don't. Um, you don't even have that haircut. Is there anything else? Because it feels like you've moved on. Is there anything else that we have to do? Um, no, those are all the things we do. And as we always say, once we've done everything we need to do, if it ain't joke. Find new. No, don't fix it. Oh. <sighs> I almost had the reaction you have when I changed what it is. See, see, now you know how it feels. No, I thought it would have been fun. I, I, oh, sorry. I almost had that reaction, but I was like, oh, are we doing a new thing? No. And I, instead of being mad about it. Why would we do something new? This one works so well. Because you know what if they it always, ain't if joke, it ain't joke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it.